In this podcast, we dive into the concepts of consciousness and other interesting trivia about the Netflix original series, Sense8. We're doing an episode-by-episode exploration of how we can live a Sense8 life. We'll be throwing in some special episodes along the way. Like today's episode, we have a special guest. We're going to do a little interview with Martin Earhart. From Argentina. Yes. He has made a fan-based documentary. But first, what's going on? In this <laughs> in this <laughs> segment of our podcast, we talk about what's going on in the world of the Sense8 fandom. So word on the tweet oh. <laughs> is that Robert Malerba, a Sense8 producer said on an Italian podcast that if many, many people watch the Sensate special and if we raise hell like we did last time, we have a real chance at season three. Yes! Excellent. <laughs> you can do this, Sensates. We got we it. We right? can do this. Let's do together. it. <laughs> now, Sheila, before we move on, were, were you maybe planning on a global event? Yes. To help Bring this forward? Yes, on March 20th. Do you want to tell me about that? <laughs> we're going to do a global meditation. All right. And in this global meditation, we're going to come together and we're going to do... Okay, so you've all heard about global meditations for world peace. We are going to do a global meditation for Sense8 Season 3 and getting Netflix on board with us. And it's not as crazy or selfish as it sounds because all of us who are Sense8 fans, we understand the impact that Sense8 is having on the world and can have on the world. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking the same idea. If all of us from around the world come together at the same time on our own time zone and... I will I will do an audio meditation that you can follow or you can just tune in. But the idea is to put a real huge love bubble into this. So I've heard Lana say that Netflix was great to them, even after the cancellation. And she has great things to say about Netflix, even with all this going on. And understandably, there's also a lot of people really frustrated with Netflix and trying to get their point across or trying to get our point across with a sort of resistance or anger, like, come on, do this, out of frustration. But we know that love is more powerful. So if we come together and we put imagination, so we imagine it happening and we put all of our attention in one full day on all over the world, just seeing it already in season three and why do we want season three? We want this because we're attached to the story, but more than that, 
We want it because of the global impact it's having, the way it's affected our lives, the way people are connecting. We want that for the world. So we're going to do a meditation for season three to invoke season three. And in doing that, we're going to impact the world. Yes. So. Let's use our limbic resonance together, shall we? Yes. We're going to limbic resonance (laughs) out of this. (laughs) Right. All right. So getting back to the word on the tweet. Word on the tweet. (laughs) So there's another hashtag trending right now. Well, I don't know. It's trending in my world. (laughs) Oh, is it hashtag LiveSense8? Oh, yeah. That's trending now. Oh, is it? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, awesome. In my world. (laughs) It's all over the place. (laughs) There's also hashtag sub and sensate or subin sensate. And this is fun and interesting. So apparently, if I dove into it, I just dove into this quickly before the recording because I saw it and it was so eye-catching. Like, what does Subway have to do with sensate? Well, apparently somebody tweeted at Subway about Sense8 and the official Subway Twitter tweeted back that they do indeed like Sense8. So now a campaign is starting to to connect with Sense8 Sense8 and Subway to have Subway parties where you you eat some delicious Subway-themed, Sense8-themed Subway sandwiches. I want to know if Subway's all over the world, because if it's all over the world, like McDonald's is. It's probably got some global reach. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, people are talking about, like, creating characters of Sensate subs and getting on the For sure. That would be awesome. That's definitely a way to get some promotion for season three, too. Exactly. Very fun. So... I mean, Netflix, if Subway's getting in on this action, uh, seriously... What are you waiting for? Really, really. Just waiting for our big love hug on March 20th. <laughs> then we're good. Right. Okay, so if you use the hashtag sub and since eight, make sure you also put at Subway with it, and we'll get that moving along. Excellent. All right, let's get to our first Live Since 8 guest. Let's do it. All right. It is my pleasure to announce <laughs> Martin Earhart. From Buenos Aires, Argentina. He is a film student at the university there, and he owns a onesie company. That's pretty cool. Just like Lido. <laughs> so, onesies. Right? So he is not only the owner of onesie company, but he models in it. So if you want to check out Martin in a onesie, you want to look up onesie uno. But more importantly, for this episode, Martin is the creator and producer of the documentary Since Since 8 is My Life. And this is a documentary about how the Netflix series changed our lives forever. In this documentary, Martin examines the power of the fans connecting through a virtual world and fighting to achieve a global goal, which we know was getting the special... First sense and Possibly changing in season three, in season four, three. five, six. Right. So he starts this documentary, and then it explodes from there. It's not just about the phenomenon of the fans coming together and changing Netflix mind, 
it also is about the impact it's having on the world. So, yeah, it's very awesome. Super excited to welcome Martin to the show. Hi, thank you very much for inviting me. It's our pleasure. I'm really grateful to be here with you. Yeah, we're it's a great to honor. Here. We're like super psyched to have you here, Martin, because we just love you. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely been good to get to know you for sure. Yeah. Uh, me too. I was very excited. And the moment really just came. <laughs> it did. It was very spontaneous. <laughs> Perfect. As it should be. Spontaneously, divinely planned. Mm. <laughs> Perfect. So, Martin, tell everyone a little bit about this documentary you're making. Well, <laughs> I think it's a bit crazy, like the idea itself, like, a roller coaster, a, a, a sense it right, definitely. <laughs> you you might imagine it more or less, um, and it's incredible how it all started. Like from the WhatsApp Tribune song, I don't know if you watch it that Absolutely. I did with my partner Belkis Balagera. Yes, we did. We yeah. have watched that, of mm -hmm. course, and so you were a part of that as well. Right, I was the editor of that project. And she was the one who collected the videos. Awesome. And like, it all started from there, like from that project on, like I started imagining new senses project. And I came from to this point where I reached the documentary. Perfect. And tell everyone a little bit about what the documentary is like. Like this is, um, this is sort of a new way of making documentaries even, isn't it? Right. It's like a complete style, I would say. Um, when I first uh, reached the idea, I was thinking, there's someone doing something like the sort. Like, it has in, someone has invented this, like collecting uh, these interviews from all over the world and the people recording by themselves and like being their own protagonists and like sending these videos to an email uh, to a complete stranger of the other side of the world. And, and like the most important thing is that the producer or the creator wasn't really um, physically there interviewing the, these people. That was the point. Mm -hmm. That's... I don't know. I think that's going to be a thing. Like, I think it's just a cutting edge of a way that documentary, like they'll be in a whole genre for this. Yeah, someday. it is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. When, when I came to, to this idea, I was thinking, this is something new. It is, it, it existed before. What is this? <laughs> I was like, what I'm doing. <laughs> Seems like it should be existing. Right. But it just was so natural for you. Right, uh, it's like I I didn't like the project called me. It's like the unconscious collective of all the fans, uh, like uh, give me strength to to do this. So, what would you say that calling is? What is the what is it your heart? Maybe in the beginning, maybe it's changed, but what is it that your heart wants to be able to show the world through this documentary? Well, that's a good question, because in the first place, I was thinking about the impact that it has over the fans and all, all what represented and how 
it changes our lives. Um, but then I felt that something was missing, like it was empty of content. So I discovered in that process that the real message was to set up this story of how the whole process of the cancellation after we and then we revived from the ashes. Uh-huh. Like that was the, the, the idea to connect this whole world uh-huh. and showing this behind the scenes of all the fans. All this background that goes beyond this crazy world. <laughs> and we're here. <laughs> well, that's I think that's great because that's really the magic of Sense8 is all the connections that it's made off screen. Like even the cast, they stay connected. You yeah. know, and I think showing that in the fans and how they're connected is just incredible. Yeah, and it throws us into the world with these uncountable strangers like we never have spoken before. And like when we reach uh, with a goal, like uh, like all human codes like disappear, like uh, it's a new experience. Um, you, you may have, um, you may know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I like, do. <laughs> we, we, we're more sociable and like we go to the unexpected uh, through the world and chat with people all around the world. Yeah, and that's something that, you know, I have been waiting for a while. So in my teachings, I've, I've taught people and said that the, the internet and our ability to connect all around the world is a stepping stone to our ability to communicate telepathically and in, through our senses because it teaches us how to be with people that we're not seeing and feeling and touching. And it kind of pre-programmed our minds to be able to go further and to have deep connections with people that have never been in our proximity physically. And so with Sense8 and with your documentary and everything that's happening with the fans, I think that this is the next step that I was seeing because I didn't know if humanity was going to be able to bridge this and and take that next step. But we're seeing it through the Sense8 fans, like you yeah. said. Yeah, and it's like the show, um, take advantage of it. Like the whole message of, of it, like um, give possibility to the fans to connect. Um, well, in my case, it started when I, uh, when I found Belkis and she introduced me to the symposium group created by Evan Morgan, mm-hmm. where we started doing hangouts and talking about each episode. And I was really, I was shocked, like, this is a fucking experience. I'm talking with uh, per- persons of all over the world and uh, sharing these uh, stories. It was, and that's maybe how it all started. Like, from that point, I realized all the power and this movement that was starting. Yeah, we are really supported right now on the planet with all the technology that's mostly available to a lot of people just to connect so quickly and to have these experiences open up and get on a live chat and talk to somebody you've never seen before and spread the word. It's really an amazing thing. Right, and the same with uh, the case where people have free access to film themselves and to be their own protagonist, like... Right. You don't mm-hmm. have to have so much money. You, you only need to have a cell phone when in old times you didn't have that possibility where that uh, only the old, the rich people uh, could film. 
Very true. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there was a time so, when only a couple of people could get photographed, right? right. And now everybody can produce. And I think that's where your this particular style of documentary is is unique because we haven't had this the technology available, like you said, like even a cell phone. You had a, a camera and a mic and internet connection, and there you go. Uh, and sharing the petition in the internet, like on Facebook groups, that's how it all started. That right. I. I send it uh, through the Facebook group and also the Global Cluster account helped me um, through Twitter and that before it would not have been possible. Right, and the support that you're having. Yeah, that's how we found you was from the Global Cluster account tweeting you out in your trailer, which is awesome. And we'll put that on um, both our Patreon and the website so people can have easy access to that. Yeah. So in the trailer, we see people sharing their stories about how Sense8 has impacted them. And you see the whole documentary going with more of those stories, right? And tell us like right. how you envision the documentary when it's complete. I know it's got a life of its own, so you don't yeah. know what it's going to be like exactly, but right now, what's, what's your, your vision? What's your vision now? <laughs> Well, I think it was so transcendental for me in my whole life that this that changed me a lot and like it got me a better version of myself. Like it came as to heal us all, I, I mm -hmm. for sure. And I, I took like all this that I took courage to do what I wanted to do. Uh, I was inspired for life itself. So that's what I wanted to transmit. And like all the, all the message that... Um, that it helped me start like over. Nice. And because you, you've had that, right? So that's what you're saying. You've had this desire probably as long as you can remember. You went to film school because you wanted to impact the world and you had an understanding of consciousness. And then you got drawn by this show and the connections you were making and they just sort of, synced up with each other and exploded. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing. Is that true? <laughs> right. Uh, I think that I didn't realize what I was doing and I didn't knew all the university tools I've had. Like I was starting to uh, to use them and to put in in, in a project uh, which was going to help many people. Uh, for me, it's like uh, very transcendental. Mm -hmm. And and it all started with when I watched a video on YouTube that was called Sensate Saved My Life by Lincoln Bebers. Uh -huh. And it really moved me into tears. I was like, wow, a show, it's more than a show. It's, it's more than entertainment. It's, it can help people from real darkness. It was like, wow. <laughs> right. This, I, I need to spread this more around the world. It it's needs to be heard. Well, it does. And... I commend you for not just thinking it needs to be but heard, doing but it, doing so, yeah, it. Yeah, thank you very action. much for that. Cause and, it, <laughs> yeah, because it's been a roller coaster, you said, just doing it. Do you want to tell us about your process while you're opening up to this journey of the documentary? Yeah, it was like a world one. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and, and well, the funny story here is that when I was editing the trailer, for example, my mom asked me why I was losing so many hours of my life 
uh, doing something, I wasn't going to get paid. <laughs> I told her that the money wasn't important, that it was for a good cause. <laughs> but she couldn't understand in that moment. Which is under, you she, know, that's... She probably system. will later, though, when, yeah. it all comes, right. know, when it all comes back. She's like, wow, you did this? This is so amazing. Yeah. She then will. she watched the trailer and she was like, you did this? Uh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> so now she's on board with it. She understands now. Does she watch Sense8? And no, <laughs> but I'm I'm convincing all my family to do it. <laughs> uh, and well, the first time I saw it, uh, I watched it with my uh, aunt, my great aunt, uh-huh. and it was really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> now, how was she? How did she take the movie did, or the show? Did she? Was it? Did it resonate with her? Yes, a lot. She's like a, like um. Amanita's mom, like it, she has the same essence, like her, like um, mis- it's my mysticant, and like she connected <laughs> uh, from the first moment. That's awesome. So I, we had a spiritual week, and we talked about it, and we were like crazy. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's so cool that you've had her growing up too. Has she impacted you in your desire to impact the world? Do you think? Yeah, I think it it. It also helped me a lot, and like this holds inspiration and references from our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we don't realize, but they come and they affect a lot. Like for example, the script script notes uh, that was a podcast uh, about uh, that is uh, by John August and Craig Mason. Uh, all the things that they spoke there, um, they inspire me a lot uh, to do much more things that I would would have imagined. Right, I have to check that podcast out. I haven't done that yet, but yeah, it's really amazing. Uh, it's on my list. <laughs> it's on my list. And they talked about the screenwriters and all this Hollywood stuff, and mm-hmm. like it helped me a lot. And as Dustin Lance Black, a screenwriter, the one who won the Oscar of uh, the movie Milk, do you uh-huh. know her? Uh huh. Not personally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course um he said i loved uh, his phrase that personal stories can change the world yeah that is like my spark right and you've gotten lots of personal stories submitted to you so far right right well in the first uh, moment um when i started it i felt a little bit like depressed because I imagined more I imagined more uh, videos than I expected mm. so I, I received fewer than like I was projecting something in my head and so in that moment like I didn't have so much like I was with the my staff of the year my issues with uh, the university and my job and I couldn't like focus and see the project uh-huh. and like I even left it like <laughs> there <laughs> in pause <laughs> uh-huh. but then after one afterwards uh, when I was like more calm in uh, the last part of the year I of last year I could um, like revive it and and start it again and like um, project all what I was thinking I think that's common in the creative journey, don't you? I think we have that inspiration and we get, this is me anyway, I get 
really high off of my vision of what can happen. And then I put it out into the world sometimes and it takes a little while for people to notice. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's kind of like a letdown, like, what am I doing? And then, and then it catches on. So I think, I think that that's cool that you experience it, that you stuck to it and return to it. But sometimes when we put a project like that to the side a little bit, it actually takes on its own life. And when it comes back to us, it's more than when we set it aside. Yeah. So there you were. You didn't get as many entries as you would have liked. And you put it on pause, but was there was there a spark that brought you back? Yeah, I think that the Christmas special, like I imagine all all the all what sensate uh, mean to me, and like it woke up, up again, and I have to pass that initial failure. So uh, yeah, it's always that stone in the road that you have to go through. Like it's always there. Maybe um, it give us more strength and maybe we do something much better. Right. <laughs> so since you came back to it, it's been taking off and you're getting lots of submissions. Right. Uh, many people send a lot of stories and it's really amazing <laughs> to hear them all. Can you share some of those stories? Oh, <laughs> um, let me see. I think all of them are like, uh, very interesting and special in its essence mm-hmm. and they're very valuable for me because like they talk about the deepest for uh, from the from the deepest of their soul uh, that's what I noticed um, like the true meaning is uh, what what they affected them and how they now um, could see the life with another perspective and well one that caught my attention was from a sensei called Margaret from I Am We Campaign, who cries in front of the camera. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, <laughs> could right. you believe it? <laughs> That's beautiful. I mean, how beautiful that she does that. Burying her soul there for sure for everybody to tap into Yeah, so that. while she was crying and telling her, her story, uh, I was like, it surprises me. <laughs> <laughs> like it was beyond my imagination right <laughs> and also she took courage to say that she's virgin which turns out which i am also here comes the spoiler <laughs> <laughs> but i was, was very magical to empathize uh, while listening to her it's why like this whole shit is happening what is this <laughs> and also it like we don't realize that we affect ourselves uh, a lot and like I was pushing these people to tell these stories and like um, without knowing who was who was on the other side like I was a complete stranger asking for videos <laughs> right right which we're kind of told not to do right, right? danger danger <laughs> but not really so many great connections over the internet right Right. Right. And it's incredible how, like, we are now, like, that we are affecting the fate of the the other people. It's like, we actually, um, yes, it's incredible. (laughs) So how many countries are represented so far from all the entries that you have? let me think. (laughs) 
Um, USA, Germany, uh, Australia, uh, Czech Republic. Um, mm, let me see. Is what else? Paris in there? Um, Canada, New Zealand, Netherlands, Costa Rica, Colombia, Russia, Italy, and England. Oh, well, my, my, uh, yes, myself from Argentina, the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> You're in there, good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm there. <laughs> That's awesome. So I was doing a little research on trends, Google Trends, because I wanted to see what was going on in, in Google with Sense8. And it turns out that Paris has the most people searching for Sense8. And so it's no surprise to me that they had a huge con there. I just wanted to bring that up. Like, Paris, they wow. think this is a big deal. They really do. They had the highest score out of any country in the U.S., I'm a little disappointed in you because uh, you're definitely I'm, not even close to the top. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brazil also. Oh, yeah, Brazil's up there. Yeah, yeah. Fan base. Yep, they were up towards the top too. And also, I think Portugal also, it's in one of the stories. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. So you've got to see a lot of these stories. Have you seen a range of of how people are impacted as well? Like what types of um, effects have has this helped people with or has this caused for people? You mentioned your own experience, but have you witnessed anybody else's experiences by these videos? Well, most of them are like young adults, but... Um... It's really shocking to see the re the how it reaches all generation all generations. Uh, for example, I was touched by a lady, um, a message from a 74 year old grandma. Yes, that despite being straight, that she told that she was delighted with the values that the show talked about, and that's really cool. That is cool. It is, yeah. and that's the second one because I heard of another 70. Two or 74-year-old who had watched it 14 times or something like that. So. Wow. I know. I don't I, know. How many times have you watched it? I reached it, four Martin? times. Four? Oh, four, yeah. I'm working on and two. You? I've watched it. I've watched it two times, but now because I'm doing the episode by episode, some episodes I've watched more, but not in, not in just like, now it's research too, you know? <laughs> like... Right. Um, so you can pay attention to all the details. Right. Right. It is right. good to go through and just watch it with some popcorn kind of thing. And then going back for the second time, I think it's better going through, especially for the show. It's like, whoa, this is so incredible. Yeah. Especially the first episode for me. I was just like, my mind was blown the second time I watched it because it all, all the pieces fell together. It was awesome. Yeah. You 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 miss so much just doing watching it once. I completely right. understand. And you discovered so much things beyond. Yeah, like even if you think you're picking up on the important stuff, you go back and it's just, there's so much more. I mean, it's so intricate. It is. There yeah, was, and it's great. Go ahead. Yeah, it was fin finally consciously crafted by uh, by all the people who created this, there's no doubt that there was some, some the, the humans intuitive and the guidance who for created sure. This. Yeah. <laughs> it was so complicated. I was watching an interview with um, Mr. 
Straczynski, and he was just talking about the time that they had to pay attention to because they had to pay attention to the seasons and the time zones and filming and each scene. So, I mean, just for, with all those intricacies on top of placing all the dialogue together in the in the right scenes. I don't know. It's just this is an incredible piece of art. Yeah, like not just the time zone of when to film, but like what would that person be doing at that time? So the actual script and and all of those and why some people aren't in some of this the scenes right. is because they'd be asleep. I mean in the seasons, yeah. And they, just, they got that all they took care of right. all those details. Yeah, I heard of it. They like had their notes on the wall and the eight clocks there and they like they were <laughs> going through the scenes and yeah it's really a masterpiece of art it really what? is <laughs> i can't imagine our lives without lily lana and gms i agree right? i agree <laughs> and thanks to lana that we are here <laughs> For sure. and we revived absolutely yeah i mean yeah they've they've impacted generations already and it's mm -hmm. just started really i mean they may feel like they, they aren't just starting but the impact i think has just started yeah yeah and it deserves much more recognition that's what i wanted to to do also i right. think it's really underrated everyone says it <laughs> it's like our cliche it is underrated but i think there's also some magic in there because it's gotten it's fanship because of fans, not because of Netflix doing proper promotions and things like that. This is people who really love the show and have been affected by the show. It has brought them into motion, right? And just being a champion of the show and trying to spread the word. I think that, to me, that is really amazing because it's, it's not just marketing, right? It's, it's people going out and talking about something that changed their lives and that's something they believe in and something that is very, that represents humanity itself. So I think it's great. Yeah, it's incredible how the fans saved the show. It's like an unconditional love for sure. <laughs> yeah, and it's like a, it's a, a grassroots movement that transcends television. So even though... It's on a multi-million dollar show. There's this grassroots energy around it uh, that's bringing people together. And we're human. We really haven't moved past the hero's journey. So there's a hero's journey for all of us as we come together and fight for this show to survive, you know? Um, I think it's... Yeah. It's and all the things someone. that happened to these Stranger Things beyond Netflix, like what happened to the advertisement? Like we are, we all ask ourselves, what what is happening? Why they didn't promote in their own platform if it's free? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that is an interesting question. What? Why haven't they promoted it at the same level? I I don't know. What do you I suspect? I can't, right now, I don't know what it was in the beginning, maybe. Um, there could be some intimidation of not knowing if people would have accepted it, but but they took the chance on it. They put all that money they into it. They took a big chance on yeah. it, too. Um, I think right now, 
And I don't even want to say it because I don't want to ruin the magic, but I think there may be a level that they're aware of the power of having the grassroots rise up. And so they're in some way supporting us in doing this versus just putting it out there. Um, right. It, it, waiting for the crescendo. Thinking. Yeah. You were thinking the same right. thing? May, yes, exactly the same concept. It's like the show has so much power and like it's a bit controversial and that may rob certain people in a wrong way, right? Right. That that definitely in the beginning. And then I think that it's a really good marketing tool to let all of us go for it, you know? Like it 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 actually adds to it and draws people in. I mean, I don't know. I spent my yeah. life in a career teaching these concepts. So in order to do my job, there is marketing involved and I have to try to get it out there because if I don't tell people what I have available, they can't come to me. But in all these 20 years that I've been trying everything and how do I present it, word of mouth is the only thing that's worked. Like I get all my clients from word of mouth. And so this series teaches the same thing I teach. And so it may have had to go by word of mouth. There may not have been any other way that people would have taken on to this. I don't know. Yeah, it's like the best way they could have shown all these topics and themes. Right. Because, yeah, the show is the best way they could have shown it all. And, and if, if, if we just saw an ad for it, it would never capture the same thing that your documentary is capturing, right? Like, you don't capture those on ads. There is, um, I, was, I was spreading the word to one of my friends just yesterday or the day before, and... <laughs> We're evangelists right? for Sensei. <laughs> I, I was, because I, I, I think she would really enjoy it, and we were talking about it, and she's like, oh, well, I think I watched the pilot or something, and she didn't really get into it. She didn't understand it, and she thought it was going to be about superheroes, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I was like, you need to go back and watch this. And of course, I told her to go to episode four and beyond, you know, and that she would really enjoy it. And uh, so, I mean, she just had a misconception, too, of the show just from watching a little bit of it. She didn't stick around to find out what's more. So she's convinced she's going for a second time. She's going <laughs> to give it an honest go. So I, I think marketing is part of the the deal and, and mass appeal to people. And why it's growing the way it's growing is because word of mouth and these things you know, they're very, it's a very human, these subjects are close to the heart. They're, it's everybody's journey, whether, it doesn't matter what it looks like, you know, everybody can identify into what's going on one way or another in this show. So anyway, I think it's, I think it's awesome. Yeah, completely. And the marketing, it's all like, I, I convinced my best friend to watch it. Like she refused like to watch it and finally I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Did so you that like was, it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, right? <laughs> of course, right. <laughs> but like she didn't like she had this type of things that she didn't knew what she was going to to receive from the other side. Like maybe this confusion also with the trailer. Uh-huh. Maybe because it's so much it's so complex the story and it's so huge the this universe. 
that is maybe difficult to re accept it or receive it uh, in the first place. Like the first four, the first uh, four episodes, like they are go slowly uh, after the action starts. <laughs> right. They go slow and yet they're action packed in, a, in in some of the other levels of it. But I think we entertainment has been so watered down over time that the comparison to this of this to like reality TV or the the mindless shows that are out there is so huge. <laughs> Cooking shows. I know, I was thinking of that. All right. <laughs> when I want to not think at all, I watch the Great British Bake Off, <laughs> which is totally mindless. Yeah. <laughs> totally mindless. I don't have to think. I just watch these people cook cool things. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but that t that's kind of how TV has started to be used in a way, like to just quiet ourselves because our world is so busy and fast and chaotic. So when we move a TV show in, a television show in, that's not asking us to relax, it's actually asking us to be stimulated more, it's worth it because it's the answer to all the rest of it. But I can see where some people may, you know, be like, yeah, that's too much. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> yeah, and there are like always much more questions beyond the show and like fans going through the networks and the internet, like talking to each other and trying to detect the mystery. Right. That's huge. Yeah, the fandom. I don't, the, yeah, and the, yeah, I've read some cool blogs of people that really explore, and that's a fun journey in itself, just trying to figure out where it's going and put all the pieces together. I mean, I think our brains like that. Yeah, we we like want that. speculate about mystery and find Easter eggs and things. It's just fun and exciting, and it makes you feel like you're part of the story. Yeah. Right, and like we are part of it, like... The fans go discovering things. For I also read a post about the GMT and all the hypotheses about that uh, in the first season. Like uh, all the fans, like always, are searching for more. <laughs> right. So it takes people, and then they start exploring the concepts mm -hmm. on their own, which is ideal. I mean, it couldn't be better for that, which is awesome. That's the great thing about fiction. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that the Wachowski is like created from the Matrix, like this concept of uh, answering answers with more answers, <laughs> right? <laughs> and like this infinite Easter eggs <laughs> of transposition of different uh, authors and or, or so much things that went beyond that. Yeah, it just. It's a black hole you can go into, mm -hmm. or uh, the rabbit hole. Right. <laughs> you can go right down the Matrix rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> they're just giving us one more entry point. <laughs> 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 they keep trying. They keep being. They're like, okay, here, guys. Here's an entry point. You want to find consciousness? Okay. Well, here. Here's another try. <laughs> you want to find consciousness? Yeah. <laughs> they keep. <laughs> yeah, they keep pushing these pills on us called movies. <laughs> So, do you have a favorite character? Oh, 
that's a difficult one. <laughs> but uh, it will be more difficult if you ask me for the actor. That would be, I, I could not uh, say anything. <laughs> uh, I would choose everyone. <laughs> right. Awesome actors. Like, they are Super all good excellent, amazing. Yeah. Uh, but well, I, my instinct for the first time, it chose Riley's. Okay. And like I got in love with her and that mm. I even dyed my hair to white in 2015. Could nice. you imagine that? <laughs> I can't. Do you have pictures? <laughs> there are pictures, oh, so right. I can imagine. There I've are. seen a picture. La- la- <laughs> I think you're in a onesie past. or something. <laughs> the, dark, the dark past. <laughs> oh, wait. I think on, hangout, on the Hangouts, yeah, you you have white hair. <laughs> yeah, in the Hangouts, I was there. Yeah, I was like shocked. I couldn't say anything. I was like a robot. <laughs> When I talked with Maximilian, the actress of Amanita's mother, uh-huh. I was like, wow, <laughs> is this real? That's so we cool are, are, that she came on with you. I mean, that's the other part about this is the actors are so accessible and human. They show themselves as human off air, too. Yeah. Right. That we have so much access through the internet and and also that they are so much like they're human beings yeah absolutely. more more than more than famous people right they they might not have realized how famous they are yet <laughs> i think they're just awesome i think they'll always stay like this <laughs> so right. riley was your favorite is your favorite you think and not you, right Rahul yes had. because i was like reflected with her personality and all with uh she go through and all uh, the character had suffered like I feel like a representation or my incarnation in here, like the all the things that can goes wrong, but and all the advertises, but that it's like we go down to go up, mm-hmm. and maybe it's the cycle to evolve. Like it teaches us how we have to accept ourselves and like survive the context uh, that's around us. Beautiful, yeah. She's very good at witnessing that for us or reflecting that for us. Yeah. So this documentary was like my purpose. Like I was searching for something and I found it for the moment. Awesome. <laughs> We're like happy to, you did. Yeah, like to empower more fans. And it's like a gift for, a, for our family. Like the Paul word, Paul, the, he calls it fan plus family. Family. I think I love mm-hmm. that word because it's representation of our global cluster. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's the first family. time I've heard it. That's yeah. Good. That is. So maybe <laughs> if we take more strength and we are on, that we are on the right track, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. And maybe, yes. No, go ahead. That, um, no, to generate, uh, like maybe generate this chain to convince much more people and maybe, maybe can reach Netflix numbers. I or think another season, more, much. We need more seasons. We do need, we more, do seasons. need more seasons. <laughs> we need more seasons. The world needs more seasons. I believe we're getting more seasons. I'm just. Mad. I think I have that hunch that we are. I don't. I don't know for sure. But I get that hunch too. But they really opened up a can of worms in season two, and I was like, Whoa. <laughs> I can't. Yeah believe they just introduced more clusters like that was crazy spoiler spoiler alert so much more clusters over there to discover really at some point we have a world of clusters 
Right. <laughs> In my mind. So yes, we all are on board. We have decided there is a season three, four, five, six, seven. I know she wrote, they wrote to five, or they have it planned to five. I'm cool if they want to stop at five. Yeah, you know, like, just when you're as done long with as the they story. can, exactly, as long as the story gets what it's due, and you can tell the story, and it's complete, I think that's good. Yeah, so. But clearly, they had more in really two seasons. Yeah. It's like the hope humanity needs right now, from centuries ago. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and you're going to be part of that, Martin. I know. <laughs> it's so we inspiring what you've it. done already. Do you uh, have a time? <laughs> do you have a timeline for the documentary when you think you might be able to have it out or vision? Tell us about when it's done. Who, where it's gonna go? Are you gonna? What do you? Do you have any thoughts by that yet? Are you going to some of the movie festivals with it? Do you think, or just getting it out on the internet? Right, it started like something small, but I received so much, uh, like, so much people saying that it, that how they loved it and how how they feel connected with it, uh, that it was like our story, all our cluster story, mm -hmm. and like I think it's I needs to be go through more, like go beyond uh, the internet, maybe yes, maybe festivals. I see festivals. Yep. I think it should get out there. And so try to continue passing and transmitting this message yeah, on the show. Yeah, festivals are, I mean, I don't really know how you shop it at that point with a documentary, but maybe even like, um, maybe Netflix will want to play it. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> Maybe in the future. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not to put any more pressure on you. <laughs> right. <laughs> just do All right. Just one step at a time. Follow the creative journey. The documentary knows where it's going, and you know how to follow it. So you'll be and, set. Yeah. <laughs> how we are in love with it. And yeah. I believe Sensei is like our new language of our own religion. What do you feel? I hadn't thought about that, but, you know, if we cannot turn it into a religion with all the rules and structures and suppression, um, no. <laughs> that would no be awesome. No zealousy, <laughs> no fundamentalism. So, yeah, I've always wondered. I mean, something has to come beyond religion that takes us to another level, and th this seems like it would be part of it, sure. Yeah. Definitely. So... Any other questions, Zach? How can fans submit their content to you, Martin, for this documentary? And is there a deadline on that? Right. We have the deadline for in March, so there's uh, some more time to submit their stories, their personal stories. It would be great to hear them all and like um, collect all these new senses, new material to represent this the diversity that we are. And what kind and of like, material are you looking for? What? What kind of material are you looking for people to submit to you? Yes, well, uh, it's like uh, I invite them to express all their feelings and all what the Sensei uh, series uh, meant to them and like express all their, their deep to their hearts 
like the, all, all their feelings there and like let their sensorium imagination fly free. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> so they just all have right. to so they just have to take their camera or their video recording of whatever form and they just record themselves telling their story into the camera or being creative with it or whatever they're right, directed or to. behind the scenes or also they can send any material they believe important or valuable like posts, blogs, letters, magazines, their tweets, photos, okay. videos on the, on the Pride March, for example. Uh-huh. Perfect. And then um, you're going to put this all together. And then are you going to be talking, like, are you going to tell a story be about it, uh, like um, narrate it in a way? Yeah, right. <laughs> I have to figure out how I'm going to make all this uh, whole material as a whole, like to tell one story. And like, I don't want to have too much like exposition or too much intervention. Like maybe, yes, like a narrator that goes through all this uh, storytelling, like to reach to the end. And uh, well, the rest uh, I cannot tell because it will be spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. fair enough. Plus, I feel like you don't know everything yet because it's still alive and, and creating itself. Right, it's like I'm going to continue finding new roads and new adventures throughout uh, the new stories that are going to come. Right. So as you're getting the stories, I'm sure that it's um, impacting you quite personally. Can you tell us a little bit about Sense8 as a whole and how that's impacted you personally along with the documentary? Right. Well, uh, I remember that it, uh, apart from all the message and how I felt so represented with the show and like I remember all my background all my life when I was a child and then I was a little bit bullied and like all that trauma and I think that is what helped us all to move on and it was a specific moment in my life uh, last year uh, more or less in June or no it was before like in on March um, when uh, I was um, I left a dance club and unfortunately all by myself when I was violent, violently robbed mm. and yes I couldn't breathe <laughs> to that point I felt they were going to kill me like uh, mm. I don't know what all, all the things that were in my head it was like terrible and well <laughs> I don't know about all the, the energies that protect us or the angels something all what is around us, and uh, well, I could overcome it, and I'm here with you. <laughs> right, awesome. <laughs> yeah. And well, um, the incredible part was when, while I was like bleeding, and I saw my blood in my hands, I was like, in that in that moment, I I I saw some scenes of the show, and I said, I was in a I'm in a movie at last. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if I I wanted this. to laugh or cry, but I. I I needed to move on in some way. And, and that was the moment when I understood how human beings could harm another one. I, mm. Like, it, terrible. It like terrible. this, like a whole, uh, like they could violate the whole integrity of a person. Like, uh, I think I couldn't imagine myself in that uh, shoes if I didn't experience that, uh, unfortunately. But well, it's like I, I, 
after all uh, that I went, like all all these things that happened to me and all this inspiration maybe reach uh, reach me to this point where I'm like uh, doing this project. I don't know. I think that's pretty incredible, and I'm I'm when you tell the story, I can see the cluster coming around you. Like, I think that's an example of how we can draw on that energy, whether it's, you know, Riley or Leto or beings that we don't know the names of or beings that we do, but it's almost like the way they intervene with each other, they intervened with you by you having that memory or that thought in the moment you became the we. And or a we and and in doing that you had an extra strength that may have kept you from dying in that instance. Right, it's like uh, in that moment I felt all my senses and all the important ones who who were around me and like uh, sent me messages, called me, and like they were all my senses and they were giving me more hope to continue and like start over. It was like renas like I. Yeah, it started again. It's what it's, it's like that. Right. And so you felt not just the the movie aspect or the television aspect in this sense um and those characters, but you felt all the all the sensate fans and in global cluster that you've that you had developed over the year then, right? Right. My family cluster right. like uh, Jordan, Tony, Kelsey, Bindi, Dick. Gabriel, Daniela, all of them, like, they were there on the other side, like, they wanted to know what happened to me, and it was, like, well, <laughs> I'm surrounded by really human beings, and, well, all the all my family, my friends, uh-huh. and I realized the this impact of Twitter, that that we were all, like, connected <laughs> through that, um, through that world, no? Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. that's powerful. No wonder you were sparked to move forward with the the documentary so people can find we're going to put the video the video is on our patreon and on the website here but also they can all find it if they just search since eight is my life on youtube on youtube Mm -hmm. and so since eight is my life what made you choose that title well, um, my inspiration was re- completely the video of, of Sense8 saved my life. I changed the saved, and I I felt that it was to be that it needed to be my life because I started realizing how I was uh, like living all my forty four hours, seven days, all like all around this world of the show and the series and all the fans in Twitter. Like it was. They are like my hope to for something better. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. Good choice. Uh, <laughs> All right. So you're still taking submissions for clips and anything else that you clips and yeah, stories exactly. and blogs and movies. Yeah. And the deadline for that is March thirty first, two thousand and eighteen. I think we should say two thousand and eighteen. So you're yep. not ninety and still getting these. <laughs> And I'm still receiving more right. emails. I'm sorry. <laughs> You'll be in a nursing home saying, could you bring me some more of those clips? <laughs> Please. Well, it was funny because when we finished the WhatsApp tribute song, like a lot of people wanted to participate. 
that's why I'm giving more chance and more time right. for everyone right. who didn't heard it before to be part of it. Yeah, all that's right. great, yeah. So March 31st, 2018, get all of your submissions and make a video. Don't be shy, please. Don't Come be on, shy. Yes, yeah. hear you. <laughs> and um, be a part of Ex this. Yeah. Be a part of yes. this global movement of transformation. Express. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want, if you have a Sensate story or why you love Sensate or a connection that you've made or anything like that, how Sensate has inspired your life, everybody would love to hear it, especially Martin, because he's going to be putting it together for you. And you yes, of course. Every emotion, every screaming, crying, or whatever little state, it needs to be there. Uh, yes. That effusive energy altogether. Yeah, the emotion, and in such um, respect for the people who have already and who will be sending in um, raw, vulnerable, emotional clips of the mm -hmm. experience or reflections of it. So everybody, you're going to be sending it to sense8withoutborders at gmail.com, and that again is on our Patreon and our website. Yep. But you can reach Martin there and send him his clips and be a part of this. Martin, what else did we miss? What would you like to say? No, I think that's all. It's perfect. Awesome. Excellent. Perfection. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did. All right, Martin. Thank you very much for being a guest on the Live Sensate podcast. And when you get your... Golden Globe or your award, whatever one you get. <laughs> your you can grand. remember oh. us. Yes, <laughs> we would like you to say in your two minutes that you get, shout out right. to the very first interview. That <laughs> um, you're here in my heart. Yes. Always. <laughs> Always. All right, Martin. Thank, thank you, you very, very much. much. It thank was you. wonderful. Indeed. All right. Now that's a wrap. You can find more about... Our work, as in Sheila and Zach's work, at consciouslyawesome.com. If you have any questions, comments, requests, tag us on our Twitter account at live underscore sense8. Please rate us and review us on iTunes because the more people that do that, give us a, a five-star rating <laughs> <laughs> and give us a review on iTunes, the more chances are more people will find us on iTunes and they'll find Sense8. So we'll get better viewership that way. And you can always email us at team at livesense8.com for any questions, comments, and concerns. And if you love the show and Sense8, please support us over at Patreon slash LiveSense8 as we continue to keep the message alive. <laughs>